You are listening to the award-winning The Young Jerks with Mike Crawford. Uh, another meeting, uh, office hours on Tuesday, just remind people from 6 to 8, it will be held here. Um, and then we'll discuss the, um, the, um, the, op- the open discussion. Oh, we're not silencing everything. We're not. We're not. This is this So I move to adjourn the meeting. Second. Oh, come on. Meeting didn't. Wasn't made in second. Aye. 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 Welcome, Mike Crawford. That was the scene at the end of the Canton Select Board meeting earlier this week on the September 26th. Crazy meeting. They shut down free speech. They acted illegally. I believe the Board of Selectmen, that is not legal not to allow public comment at your Board of Selectmen meeting, especially when you're in the middle of a crisis. That's just crazy to do that. But that, that's exactly what happened. As I was saying, they, they shut down free speech. They, they, I think they broke the law. I think the ACLU needs to get involved. They don't allow pu- public comment during a huge crisis for their town. Got to talk about that tonight. There's a lot to talk about tonight. Got to take some phone calls, maybe some guests call in, hopefully. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we started a couple minutes early because I want to get in, you know, what we have tonight. Because I know a lot of people want to watch Turtle Boy later at 9 p.m. He's got a special show tonight. So we did start a little bit earlier, but I wanted to go back to Free Karen Reed. We're doing that. We're going forward with raising money on this show. 50% of all donations tonight on the Cash App and through Venmo. We're going to be donating to the Karen Reed Defense Fund. I want to thank you, all the new donors and subscribers we've been getting lately, especially the ones that have been kicking in for our free Karen Reed fundraisers, which we're doing again tonight. So you can donate on the Cash App. It's Mike Crawford 1 or Venmo, Mike Crawford TYJ. And uh, we're going to post the the amount that we raised on the last fundraiser for Karen Reed later on the show. You're going to see that number. We've been posting every time we make the, you know, donations that you guys give us we post those up so you can see how much is raised very exciting uh very happy to do that and uh we're getting a little like pushback like from just it was just amazing this week because we're not going to talk all about karen reed throughout the whole show we're going to actually talk about some other corruption in cannabis in massachusetts but definitely talk about karen reed tonight but one of the things that i'm noticing is after this crazy select board meeting where they shut down public comment people went crazy chris albert looked like a fool turtle boy held up the signs there were so many signs there was a guy in a chicken suit there i mean there was a lot going on there (laughs) people in the parking lot acted like jackasses uh chris albert running away uh just so much going on and it was just like we played our video we played the live stream from that on our channel youtube 
and it got a, an enormous amount of views like immediately. Um, and it just funny, even on the replay, it's like the moment where the woman says F and you, <laughs> she starts swearing the, the video, like it freezes. And that's exactly what happened on the Canton website too. Like, it's just, there was so much interest in that and to feel the pushback. There's been a lot of pushback since then. And, and to obviously turtle boy and Aiden with the state police, we're going to talk about that tonight. Uh, but I, even with the trolls, the troll accounts, so much going on. And even the uh, ones like Co Coffin Daffer, I think we need to push back again against them like we did on the last show. So we're going to have some of that tonight, too, on the show. We're going to have a segment of that. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, like I was saying to you, I think in our messages, I'm not completely in tune with this. I, I, I'm a little bit confused by, I think, a lot of the key players. I, I understand some of the like the Chris Alberts, like I understand like some of the people who are being blamed for the cover up, but I don't know. Like for me, it's dragging on a little bit too long. I pay attention to it and then, and then I don't. So I'm what, so is the, the court. So they, what was the thing that happened a few weeks ago? So they basically just kept moving the case forward and then now it's going to be going to trial and it's going to be what in March or something. What's well, that's the thing. Like every time we go to court, they're asking for evidence from the from the uh, prosecution that they don't have. So it's like it keeps getting delayed because the prosecution can't give the you know what I mean? Like the date, there's so much data and in, in collection and forensics, like just the hair. Did you see about the hair thing? No, I missed that. Hair. I'm sorry. So they're like the prosecutions kept saying that they found human hair on, on uh, the Their bumper. The, yeah. The bumper of the car. Right. Yeah. And so. When the DNA came back, they said, well, we can't conclude it's human hair. So now they want to redo it. Like so right. much shit like that. Just like drag it on. And it's, yeah. just, and it's like a lot of it's revealing that the prosecution lies or yeah. that the prosecution, like, why is it so delayed on a lot of this stuff? Like even the uh, cell phone stuff and the data, and it's, there's a lot of strangeness to this. And it's almost like, I don't know. I don't, so do you, do you have the stamina? You love the case a lot, right? I, I feel like they're dragging to out to it. try to bankrupt her. You know? Yeah. That's well, they, they mentioned that, right? And and uh, does anyone does anyone have any insight as to how she's doing with the with the fundraising? I know you obviously are helping to to contribute, but what, we how, just hit over two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So that's huge, and and the goal is two fifty, and there's a major event coming up in Malden. Mm -hmm. Nick Rocco and crew. We're going to talk about that tonight. Uh, mm -hmm. They're doing a big fundraiser. And and Malden coming up, so, and we're we're raising money every day, and they're also yeah. doing raffles. If you join the groups, uh, justice uh, for John O'Keefe, Karen Reed, uh, Turtle Boy official, you'll see the a lot of the uh, raffles and fundraisers they're doing too. So, yeah, yeah I, I think the the money helps. The, so many people are donating; it's unbelievable. Karen um, Reed dot net, well, free Karen Reed dot net is the uh, website. If you want to, just a hundred percent of your money to go to Karen Reed, just you can mm -hmm. go to that website and do it there. If you want to do some money to us tonight, we're giving 50% of our donations to Karen Reed too through Venmo and the Cash App. Nice. Yeah, I'll retweet if that. If you get any. Sometimes you don't get any. <laughs> it's all right. You know, people give well, what and, they can when they can. And Turtle Boy's going to do a show, you said, at 9 o'clock tonight? Is he going yes. live? Yeah. Yeah, he's doing a live show at 9, I believe. Yep. Is it usually just... He does it not Sundays though, right? Is he usually just a Saturday guy or a Friday? Yeah, it Wednesday, changes. Tuesday? Usually oh. he had his like regular nights, but then he changes yeah. it for like family or something gotcha. with the case. So I think this is a family thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'll watch it tonight. Um I, I again, you know, I I know these are all serious, serious issues, but 
to me, it's still entertainment, right? Like if I can remove my, myself from the seriousness of, of the fact that they're trying to cover up murder, like I, I do appreciate um, Turtle Boy and his antics and, and the things that he pulls. Like it's, it's serious. It's hilarious, though. It, it does. It's funny because you bring entertainment. the entertainment part of it. That's what he has going for him in a lot yeah. of respect, too. It's like totally. the WWE aspect of it. But yeah. like this time, it's really serious. Like a lot of his stories. Yeah. I mean, I think that's an asset. I don't think people realize because I co I cover a lot of the same kind of tragic stories, like maybe not the same ones, but like the Lana McMurray. Yeah. And sometimes it is good to just kind of have like a little fun with it, I guess, yeah. even though it's hard. Like, how can I have fun with Lana McMurray? You know what I mean? Right. It's like, so, I mean, this yeah. one is nice because you get the villains. I mean, I guess that's with Lana McMurray. We had Kim Rivers from True Leaf. So, I mean, that's where I think you have fun is with the villains. Hopefully. Yeah. There are a right. lot of villains in this one. In, oh, in God, man, they, they, they make themselves. It's like there's such. <laughs> cartoon characters it's just it's, it's 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 so incredible like they're basically just like writing a script right these are they couldn't have been more villainous like it's like it's just, they should have like an evil laugh like ooh, ooh. like it's so ridiculous yeah um anyway i, I i'm happy to, have, <clears throat> to be on here anytime that you want anytime message me uh i hope that i'm not boring the hell out of your audience no we got we got um, over 100 people listening so i mean all right good they've well they've stuck around but a lot of them have said they want to get to the camera reach yeah yeah talk <laughs> about that shit. when you want to get back to weed and, and things like that growing weed if you ever want to talk about that you invite me Definitely. back on but uh, I got right, two, I got two guests in the green room. I'm gonna bring up right now. So right. thank well, you I'm, so I'm, much, Eric. No problem, brother. I'll keep listening. So thanks, guys. Thanks you. I thank you. It. All right, Mike. And I wanted to talk about uh, going right to Karen Reed stuff. Definitely. Uh, thank you so much, Eric Hayes. Follow Eric Hayes on Twitter too. He's a good guy. But I want to talk about this crazy hearing that went on. Let's can we bring them up? Oh, we got Jennifer and we have Nick Rocco. What's up? What's going on? How you doing tonight? Good. How are you? Oh, we're doing great. I know. I know. Everyone wants to to give their to give their time and then go watch uh, Turtle Boy. I'll uh, I'll have it on my TV so I can watch it and be here at the same time. Awesome. You're the man. <laughs> Thank <We're> you. <laughs> so I, I guess let's talk about the uh, fundraising, Nick, because we there has been a lot of fundraising. You got billboards. Tell everyone what's going on and about the event coming up. Yeah, we got a lot going on right now. I just um, I just launched the new bracelets. So where's the camera? So we got new new black bracelets for sale. Um, these are ten bucks a piece. All these uh, all these payments are going to be going to the defense fund. Uh, also, we got the new keychains. So these are new. Um, we we didn't have these last time. So we got keychains now. You can hook your keys onto it. They look very similar to the bracelets, except uh, you can hook your key on it. Um, what else we got? We got a, uh, the, a new giveaway I just launched today. Um, it's about it's about like almost seven hundred dollars, six hundred dollars worth of jewelry. I don't know if you saw that yet. Um, some turquoise uh, stones, and I'm I'm not sure exactly what the other one is, but um, a woman in the group had sent me these, so um, I wanted to considering that a lot of people who sold the popcorn were women, and they got entries into the giveaway. I wanted to make it. Uh, not necessarily, not necessarily sports related, but something that they might like as well because they have, you know, 15 entries into that giveaway. It's awesome. Um, There's a lot of women in the group. I notice a lot of women supporters of this cause. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, and as far as this event goes, um, I think there's about like 85 tickets left um, out of 250. 
they're 35 bucks a piece um as you see we're gonna have a dj there uh we just got someone actually just bought a fog machine for me so that's coming to the house so we'll spice up the party a little bit um the yeah you coming mike i know you said your schedule is hard but i i can't commit yet but i, I mean i would love to go hopefully yeah. i can i, I don't want to promise people i'll be there that not you know let them down so i got gotcha. you uh, i'm so trying the photo, the photo booth actually we got uh so we have it for two hours uh marcel from the group um who i believe used to work with karen he he donated the money so we can get that photo booth um if, if you guys aren't familiar what a 360 photo booth is it basically it's a it's a 17 second video um it's going to have the free karen reed logo on it and it's going to play the song tick tick boom so it spins around in a circle everybody everybody's uh you know well i think three or four people can stand depending on how big you are you can stand on the on the platform and it does a, a video um so i think that's going to be pretty cool um also someone ordered a a five and a half five and a half foot cutout michael proctor um to also take pictures with <laughs> so he'll be there chloe will be there um i just bought a uh a blow up uh german shepherd so chloe's gonna be there so we're gonna meet all new all new people there this time and dogs awesome <laughs> chloe's gonna be there i want to get a picture with chloe too yeah yeah definitely um don't bite me chloe I'll bring some <laughs> treats for you those scratches yeah, uh, in the arms Food I've had scratches on the arms from dogs. Yeah, that's funny because it's the claw. I like a, when I look at that picture, it looks like scratches I've had right on my arm, like from dogs. I'm a dog walker. So even my dog, my dog, I have a black lab. He jumps up and like, you know, on the kids and they get those claw marks, you know, right. and they, they get the raised bumps and things like that. And, um, you know, one thing I saw a lot of people talking about, uh, about John's, how he didn't have any bites on the under his arm. And, just for example, my daughter got bit by a, a Rottweiler, um, punctured right through the top of her hand, but nothing on the bottom of her hand. There, there wasn't even a, a red mark. It was just the top of her hand. So, I mean, dogs bite different. You know, every dog is going to, you know, if it doesn't latch on to you, you're not going to, you know, you might not have those bites on the bottom, just the top. Exactly. That's most bites, too. Like most bites I've ever had, it's just like, you know, let go. They usually don't. I don't know. I've never had a serious bite. <laughs> so um, no, I haven't either. Yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to this. It's uh Saturday night, October 28th at 6 p.m. It's at the Malden Moose Club, 562 Broadway, Malden, Mass. You got a cash bar, costume party, dancing, DJ, that whole 360 photo booth with the with the boom. Uh, what is it? The, the tick, tick, boom. Tick, song. tick, boom. Yeah, I love that song. I, I keep asking, like, uh, meaning, like, every time uh, Aiden comes on to ask him, like, who created those videos and those songs for him? I, I, we got to find the out. The song is you actually know? a song. Like, what is you, it? The song is like, a, there's an artist to the song. Really? But, yeah. If you just go on YouTube and search Tick, Tick, Boom, it's, a, it's an actual song. Um, I think I think the woman from London that he has who runs the Turtle Boy page does all his videos as well, like, who created that video and put all the pictures together and stuff. She's great. Those videos are awesome. Like I, I get all pumped up while like when I know. Yeah, I'm the show's starting. Um, if anybody wants to donate raffles uh, for this event, you can reach out to me on Facebook. Send me a message of what you're thinking. We do have we got about five or six right now. Um, but obviously, the more the better because then more people can win things. Um, I'm working on one for you, Nick. You are. Okay. <laughs> 
send me a message when you're all done with this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, then we'll either do a 50 50. Turtle Boy's coming, so he'll be there. I'm curious to see what he's going to dress up as. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be interesting. You think, you think he'll come as a turtle or is that too original? <laughs> yeah, I think he'll probably come as whoever he's like, you know, most mad at at the moment. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably one of those cops, Bukaki. Oh, he's something else, huh? We're going to talk about Bukaki. What do you think about these guys? Because now they're going after people. Like, I, I felt like, uh, after that select board hearing, like yeah. there was just like it was so overwhelming. Like the select board screwed up, the Chris Albert side screwed up, and then the next few days it felt like a major pushback through their trolls on Twitter, more accounts being created. Yeah, it felt like they pushed back, and and I I feel like mostly it's failed. I mean, they created a new Facebook group that like they keep pausing. Like it's like they they yeah, are going after Turtle Boy. The, the uh the, the police whoever that dispatcher is i mean that's horrible that's gonna be horrible to somebody what do yeah, you think about I, all that it's you want to you want to talk about that jennifer <laughs> well you know i am in that group i will confess um because i think it's important to keep track of what's happening in our town right now um, I'm not commenting in there, but I am just kind of keeping track of what's happening in it. Um, Kenton's a weird place to be these days. Oh, I see a sign in the <laughs> back. Yeah. yeah, that's my, that's from the, uh, the first, uh, the first rally at the, the courthouse. So it's, it's a little bit rained on some of the letters ran a little bit, but <laughs> But yeah, yeah I, I noticed some more fake accounts. Um, a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I personally, my thing with those fake accounts is when people fight with them, it gives them, it gives them uh, more, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, more traction. More importance and more relevance. Yeah. yeah. Versus if they make a comment and they get ignored, they, they're going to eventually go away because no, they're not, they're not baiting anybody. They're not getting anybody. You know what I mean? So like, when I see them, yeah, it really aggravates me. But it's like there's no point of fighting with these people because that's what they want, right? They 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 want a reaction out of you, and if you give them relevance, they're just gonna keep going. Pretty much, I think. I mean, unless you have like a show like Turtle Boy or even our show, we can kind of expose them a little bit, yeah. Which we've started to do on some of them, but like it's so true that because like I have uh, some tweets that I started like a week ago where I haven't even responded, but people are just fighting. Like, it's just like, they go back and forth all day. Every time I wake up, there's another hundred responses. It's like, it's not helping anybody. Like they're, they're just wasting people's time mostly. Um, and I there's agree. It's that. like, especially on Twitter. It's like, I'm not going to respond to, uh, I don't know who the, whoever these people are They're especially on Twitter. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, the thing, the thing with me is, is, um, if, if you're a real person, and you believe, I mean, nothing's going to change my mind, right? Unless there's actual video of Karen backing into John. That's the only thing that's like an actual house, you know, ring camera showing something like that happening. That's the only way I'm ever going to believe that she is guilty. But if someone with a real name and a real profile believes she's guilty, I'm willing to listen to them because yeah, it. I'm willing to listen to them because maybe I can talk to them about it or, or, give them my side of why I think she's not guilty. But like, 
the ones who are, you know, no profile pitcher or like, you know, a meme pitcher, like there's no point. You don't even know who you're talking to. It's, it's. It's true. Well, they're just looking to instigate. And unfortunately there are instigators coming from all sides. Um, and, you know, I, <laughs> we appreciate what Turtle Boy has done hugely, but he does have people who go and, and just kind of dig in just to see what kind of a reaction they'll get to. Um, that's happening everywhere. And the good thing about the people who are digging in, who are motivated by what they hear Turtle Boy saying is that at least they're not trolling us and threatening us. You know. Have, have you been receiving threats? Because you're a can resident. You're, you've been yes. protesting. Yep. Yep. From like actual people or fake accounts? Yeah. What, what kind of threats? What, what are we talking about? <laughs> Uh, for the most part, some of us have received threats from actual people. Uh, some of us are have people, you know, some of the people who've lived in Canton for a really long time have received threats from family and friends trying to get them to back off. Um, the threats that I've received have been from fake accounts. But that isn't true for everybody. It hasn't worked. None of us have stepped back. Um, but, you know, this is our town. This is where we live. And we feel like some really bad things are happening here. So we're going to keep speaking out as long as we all have voices. And as long as there continue to be this many problems, we're going to keep speaking. And what about the uh, free speech issue? Because the select board shut everyone's speech down. People weren't happy about it. Uh, there's been a lot of letters to the editor written in newspapers locally in Canton. Yeah. Uh, it seems like it's the talk of the town. Um, what do you think is going to happen from here? Are they going to ever allow you to have public comment again? Or Well, Tom Theodore tells us that it was just temporary so that everyone had a chance to simmer down. <laughs> he said, never in the history of the world have people calmed down by being told to calm down. But that's yeah. what he decided was going to be the best course of action. Um, they tell us it's temporary. They tell us that it will come back once things have had a chance to even out a little. Uh, they offered up this office hour, but it won't be on the record as far as we know. It will, you know, it's not going to be broadcast. It's not going to be recorded. And as far as we know, not all of the members of the select board are going to be there. So what a joke. So it's not public comment. Uh, it's not. Public so they comment. shut your public comment down. Do they know that it's illegal? Do they know that they're probably going to end up having to spend money because they broke the law? The like, Massachusetts open meeting law, we've, we've checked it out thoroughly, uh, does not require public comment. It does encourage public comment. Um, the question that we have 
that we haven't gotten an answer to yet is that given the fact that at the meeting before that they had voted on this policy that gave us a public comment policy can they just stop it without any kind of discussion they took a vote this is going to happen how can they just make it go away we don't know if that part is legal it's not illegal to not have public comment but it's strongly discouraged. And I know that there have been other towns that have tried to stop it and that the ACLU has stepped in and uh, strongly encouraged them to change their minds, and they have. Has the ACLU said anything about this? Have you heard anything about that? I personally have not. I know that people have reached out to them. Um, I don't know yet what the outcome of that is. What, what do you expect next? Do you, like, do you think there's going to be uh, more well, of you this know, the next meeting? We, <laughs> we were at this last meeting with tape over our mouths and there was a chicken in the corner and uh, Aiden almost ended up in Colin Albert's lap if he leaned over any further. So it's hard to imagine what's going to happen next. I, know, I right? certainly didn't imagine that it was going to look like this now. So <laughs> there's the chicken. That's John Como from uh Kitten confidential as the chicken man. No, that's who it was. Yep. yep. Uh, yep. That's me on the right. That's uh, the other Jennifer on the left. Yeah. I think I think John's got some plans. I think something we'll see. I think I don't yes. think if John came as a chicken this time, what do you think he might do next time? Yeah. I would tell you, but then he might kill me. So. Exactly. <laughs> I think I might already be dead. I think I might already given too much away. <laughs> don't give secrets to a guy that does a talk show. <laughs> Especially about chicken suits and stuff like that. But it was, you know, it was a crazy meeting. Um, and part of the, the problem that we've got right now is that the problems in Canton have gone so far beyond whatever happened at 34 Fairview. You know, it, it <laughs> and I, I don't want to diminish what happened to John O'Keefe, and I don't want to diminish what's happening now to Karen Reed, um, because I think that they're both really important things to talk about and to keep light on and to keep pressure. Um, but we are as a town dealing with some other issues that have all gotten tied together and they aren't necessarily all the same thing. Exactly. Um, you know, we didn't, people think that, that he asked Turtle Boy to come to our select board meeting. He did that all on his own. No one tells him what to do. Um, he does what he wants to do. Um, we did not ask him to come. We didn't ask him for help. We do appreciate what he's done, but you know, for him, this is a job and for us, it's our lives. So when he's moved on to the next job, we're still going to be here. Hopefully and you'll be in a better place. 
that's the hope. We've, we've got some plans in place to try and, and make things better for the town in general. Um, and they don't have to address it for, for Wicked Psyched. They have to take your, your request into consideration, but they don't have to put your item on the agenda. We've learned a lot about how the select board works in the past few weeks. Awesome. And uh, Nick, I silenced you because there was some background go, uh, background noise coming out, but I uh, got, uh, I know you probably got some. Do you want to share anything else before you take off and, and watch Turtle Boy tonight? Yeah. Uh, the last thing about the Weymouth um, billboard is that, so the local signed off on it, the head real estate signed off on it. I was, uh, they told me that on Thursday and they said, again, this is what they're telling me that it's supposed to be up tomorrow. And, you know, I know they've told me a couple days here and there, and I've told you guys multiple times, different days. I'm just relaying the message from them. Um, tomorrow, since everything's signed off on, on now, it should be up tomorrow. Um, and then they're going to work on the, the free one that they're going to give us in Boston. So, um, don't shoot the messenger tomorrow. It should be up. If anything changes again, I'll, I'll let everyone know. But other than that, um, you know, I hope, I hope a lot of people can come to the fundraiser, um, on the 28th. I think it's going to be a good time. Um, I'm like, so out of the ticket sales, um, $1,500 is going to be used for the food. And then other than that, there's going to be about over 7,000 just in ticket sales alone. That's going to be going to Karen. And then whatever we make from the raffles and, um, Taste great cakes is going to be there selling cakes and cookies again. Um, and I know a few people were asking about the lawn signs. So I, I'm trying to get Kate to come or if anybody else has lawn signs that want to come and, and sell them there. Um, you know, as long as 100 percent of the proceeds are going to Karen, you know, we're open to other people selling things there. It just makes it a lot easier, um, especially with, you know, a lot of new people um, joining this group who want to get involved and want to do things. Um, you know, I think it's important that we know a little bit about them, you know, because obviously things happen, right? When money is in, when money is involved, things happen. And, and I, I try to avoid any of that. So, you know, if, if people do want to help out and sell things, um, let me know, but most likely we would have to do something where it's like a hundred percent of the proceeds are going to Karen's uh, defense fund. Awesome. It sounds like it's going to be a good time. Uh, yeah, I hope you can make it, dude. Hope you can make it. I'm going to try. <laughs> if uh, if we sell out of tickets and, and you plan on coming, let me know. Yeah, we'll, we'll save you a seat. Awesome. Thank you, Nick. All right, man. And uh, where can nice people guys. get, where can people, it's just the uh, Facebook group. Like, where can people, if they want tickets right now to that, find it? If they go on eventbrite.com and just search um, Karen Reed Halloween Fundraiser, um, they can go on there or they can go to your Facebook. I know you shared the event page That's um, right. it's in the featured section of the Facebook page. Um, it's also, I mean, I turtle boy posted it. Clarence, uh, Woods Emerson posted it. So there's a, there's a lot of places you can find it. Um, I know a few people like one woman, she bought 10 tickets and gave them out to people, you know, to, to people who couldn't really afford it or something like that, that wanted to go. So there's, and I think there are a few other people who do have tickets that are going to be giving them away as well. Um, so if there's anybody who, you know, might not be able to afford it, you can send me a message. I can, I can link you up with the people who are giving tickets away for free. Um, my name is, is Nick Rocco on Facebook. So you can find me there. 
If not, um, you know, right on right on the website, the Eventbrite. Awesome. Thank you so much what you're doing, Nick Rocco, for uh, Karen Reed Defense Fund. It's going to be an awesome event. Can't wait to see it. Yeah. I hope you can make it. You, I, Jennifer, do you plan on coming or is it a little I, too far? I can't be no. there that night. But like I said, I've got some some raffle stuff I'm pulling together for you. Okay. I'll be here in spirit. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Nick. Have a good night. You, you too. <laughs> and uh, we still with Jennifer too. She's one of the effing random citizens from Canton. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> What's going to happen next? I mean, when is the next hearing? I know that they're supposed to do the thing on Tuesday. It's like one-on-one, -on -one, which is ridiculous. But when's the next actual is hearing? The, in like two weeks? The, the next the next select board meeting yeah. is the following week. So okay. not this Tuesday, the following Tuesday. The following Tuesday. Yeah. That's um, going to be interesting. It is. It is. <laughs> and, and, you know, we'll all be there. I can't promise that I'll be there with tape on my mouth again. That wasn't that much fun. <laughs> yeah. Do you think but, they'll, you know, do you think they'll let you guys speak not this that time? Much fun either, so. Do you think they'll let people speak this time? Well, <laughs> you you heard the question at the end of the last meeting, right before the uproar. Um, will the commoners be allowed to speak? Um, he certainly has a way with words. Uh, that they still have not decided if they're going to let us speak yet or not. Um, but we'll see. You know, they're going to hear eventually. They can't keep us quiet forever. I know, right? And if, if they try to keep us quiet for too long, they're going to hear from us um, in April when we vote, you know? <laughs> Maybe before then. What do you What do you think about, to, to, to go to some other jokers beyond the select board, what do you think about these two jokers we have on the screen, Bukaki and Proctor? who are now going after turtle boy sources they're 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 uh subpoena you know they're going after people's phones not not the albert phones or the mccabe phones they're going after someone that tipped off turtle boy they're going after their phone and doing a subpoena for their phone what do you think about that you know <laughs> there's there's a, a level of sort of behind the scenes that happens in journalism. And I think that it's going to backfire on them. I really do. You know, I, I think that, that every, every journalist has their sources and that it, it's a, a bad precedent to set, to go after them like that. And I think it's going to backfire on them. I do too, but unfortunately, I think someone's going to be punished for it. You know, I think this person that they're going to, you know, that they subpoenaed their phone is probably going to lose a job and get in trouble. And for what? So these two state troopers can make more fools of themselves than they already have. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know who's behind all of the memes there, but yeah, they're, um, these they're are from Canton Confidential. Yeah. They're anonymous post on Canton Confidential. We love them. So I've yes. been, there's another one. Oh, actually, let's go through some of these. 
this, this about Jennifer McCabe's car. She was at Proctor's house this week. This is how the scandal started with, um, you know, Turtle Boy got a picture of the car and then someone ran, the, a few people ran the license plates. One of the people, apparently, Yuri, the guy on the left here, Bukaki, yep. he went and subpoenaed their phone and is basically going to uh, press charges, it sounds like, against the person who ran the license plates for Turtle Boy, which is just like they're looking for crimes to investigate against Turtle Boy now, to harass Turtle Boy. They're not trying to investigate a crime, a real crime, not a killing, a murder. I'm trying to investigate the journalist. <laughs> and here's yeah. these two guys. Here's Bukaki and Proctor again. <laughs> and Proctor says, I don't know the Al McAlberts. And uh, there they all are. All the all the all McAlberts. The I like that. The McAlberts. Put both names <laughs> together. Make it easy. Here's all the pictures of the McAlberts there. With you know, Proctor and his is, family. This is part of the, the thing that I don't understand is that regardless of of how someone feels about Karen Reed whether they think she's innocent or she was had an unfortunate horrible accident or they think she ran John O'Keefe over on purpose regardless of what they think about that if you look at just the police work that happened that night it's horrible it it it's it's there's so many questions and holes in it and that's one of the things that that we've asked repeatedly of the select board and of the police department of the chief uh, you know, what are the, you know, fine, you can't talk about the case. That's great. Don't talk about the case. Tell us what the procedures are that the police department follows in any investigation. That's not a secret. That has nothing to do with the actual case. And they won't answer that question either. Cover up mode. So, you know, even if you don't, even if you think that that Karen Reed is guilty, doesn't the question of why they won't answer those things bother you? Doesn't the fact that the crime scene was left unsecured bother you? Doesn't the fact that none of the the video footage from the neighborhood was collected bother you? Those are all things that you hear about happening in other places in events where there's a question of whether there was a crime committed or not. Why did they not happen here? And the library footage is missing. Yeah. We're missing library footage. Oh, just, we we're just missing the couple minutes when Karen Reed drove by with the <laughs> taillight. But... Yeah. So, you know, it, if, if there's, if there's absolutely nothing that happened, even in terms of a cover up, even if it was just, horribly screwed up police practice and IT practice and all of that. Don't we want to make those things better for our town? Right. So why aren't you answering them? Yeah, that's a good question. There's so many issues like that. Just the basics. Like when Sean on the golf came on, it's like the first thing he said is they didn't follow any procedures. The, the, the basics of law enforcement. 
and you know that's disturbing to to those of us who continue to live here <laughs> and who you know i was brought up to trust the police i never questioned whether or not i could trust the person on the other end of a 911 call do you know about jennifer coffendaffer i know some things about her i don't know a whole lot why do you think that she is so uh ignoring that like you know you got sean on the golf who was former dea who noticed right away they didn't follow procedure you got this former fbi agent who basically doesn't want to hear anything that supports karen reed and like uh, the basics that we just talked about she she's supposed to be law enforcement she won't look at this stuff um i mean i think it's just because she hates turtle boy i think that's 100 i'm just wondering do you what do you think about it well, and, and it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense because there has to be accountability. So if if she's not insisting on accountability, then you have to think it's personal. I think that's it. And it's funny. She just went after Turtle Boy. And I think uh, in a way she's kind of going after us too because we're, we're doing some of the same stuff Turtle Boy is. We're raising money and giving 50% to Karen Reed. He totally criticized she totally criticized uh, Aiden for doing that um, and basically said, you know, he's just about the money. He's just about the money. And, you know, I looked at her her Twitter, which has 73,000 followers, which is probably her number one asset for promoting her brand. Mm -hmm. And I noticed both links are to this uh, expert witness business she has cooking. <laughs> and I just thought like, hmm, I guess if you want to be an expert witness, the way that you would probably get that business is to be seen on television and to have a big social media following on, on some place like Twitter with 73,000 followers. <laughs> so both the links on there are to her expert witness. So I thought, how much do they get paid compared to what Aiden's getting paid? Um, and it, they say it's average of $500 an hour. Um, she's there. She is. She's got her expert witness. And she actually talked about it and she basically lamented that when experts only get paid $25,000 a case, it's not enough. It's, it's, the, it's a sad state of affairs when I get 25 grand. So this woman's getting $25,000 per expert witness, really case. That's what she's hoping for. At least that's like lowball number. So I asked her, I said, is that fair for you to criticize Aiden when you're promoting yourself and getting much more money? Is that fair? Aren't you, a, aren't you a fraud? Aren't you a bullshit artist? Cause you're in it for the money. It seems like more than he has a 25 grand ahead. And she blocked me. Like that was, <laughs> that was it. Like I, I had been going after her for months on this Twitter and she never blocked me. She didn't respond most of the time. But once I brought up that she's making at least 25 grand per expert witness, that was it. That was when I was done. Wow. What do you think about that one, Jennifer? <laughs> I prefer expert witnesses who are familiar with procedures and protocols and know how to answer questions about them. But that's just me. I think she knows how to promote herself on Twitter. Yeah. And knows how to block people. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could get paid $25,000 to block people on Twitter. <laughs> Unbelievable, right? When we're doing shows, we, we might get a couple hundred. She's getting $25,000. Mm. 
per case. And she probably got the hotels paid for. And <laughs> and she wants to go after Nick Rocco and go after me and go after Aiden. And it's like, mm. no, like, it's like the Wendy Murphy, too. All those people that show up for Karen Reed at the protest, the supporter of the courthouse, mm -hmm. they're all paid. We're all paid. Did you yeah. did you get paid? Did you show up to the courthouse? Yeah, I sure I got paid. Yeah. No, What'd you get I, paid? Yeah, yeah. Let, let me just make it clear. I didn't get paid. You gotta say it clearly to them. They don't understand. <laughs> I humor. did not get paid. Yeah. You know, I paid for my my board and my markers and and my my coffee that I had in my my thermos and nobody paid me. Do you think anyone got paid to show up there besides like the attorneys? No. No. And the media and the media people basically. I mean, that was it. The media and the attorneys and the judges and the court people. I mean, that's not none of the protesters got paid, right? I know yeah. I know a lot of the people who were there protesting. Um, a lot of them, a good number of them are people who are sitting with me at our select board meetings. Um None of the protesters got paid to be there. For an attorney that's practicing law, Wendy Murphy, Wendy Murphy, to claim that protesters are being paid to show up for Karen Reed with no evidence, and you you knowing the folks who are showing up, I'm knowing some of the people showing up, I haven't seen any evidence of anybody, anybody being paid. Um, I mean, are you surprised that someone like that is practicing law in Massachusetts and will like throw up false information on Twitter like that about a case that she's not even involved in. Mike, nothing surprises me anymore. Nothing at all. Yeah. I'm I'm no longer surprised. Sometimes I'm amused, sometimes I'm aghast, but I'm never surprised. If you got to talk to Wendy Murphy about that, like the paid witnesses, what would you say to her directly? I tell her she missed out. I missed out on my check, you know? Um, I didn't know that there was an option to get paid. I was there because I felt like it was the right thing to do. I was there because I felt like I couldn't be there. So, you know, and, and knowing the people that were there, I have friends who took time off of work. The first time I was actually off anyway, the second day I was, I was, I had to be in at work a little bit later. But, you know, these are people who took time out of their lives because they think it was the right thing to do. And because someone asked me, you know, what it is about this case that has people in Canton so up in arms. And I said, it's because we all look at her and we think that in wrong time, wrong place, any one of us could be Karen Reed. Yeah, definitely. And that's scary enough to send us all out, you know, with no paycheck to stand outside the courthouse and hold up our signs and, you know, stand outside on our main street in Canton and stand up on our uh, overpasses during Patriots game traffic and wherever it is that we can, because there, but for the grace of God, it could be any one of us. That's it. I mean, it could be any one of us. 
unbelievable that it's still going on but this happens a lot this isn't just an isolated incident either but it's pretty this one's salacious it's pretty obvious it's in our face um we did get a contribution tonight we got uh kevin mc or kevin mick he sent us uh 25 thank you so much kevin for the donation that means 1250 goes to the karen reed fund you are a one donor i feel like we should like ring a bell for him right now <laughs> came through tonight early he came through early too that was at like uh 8 11. very good timing yeah <laughs> thank you so much thanks kevin yeah another 12.50 tonight going to karen reed we'd love more if people want to donate after i know a lot of people watch this show afterwards too it's so funny like uh it seems like especially on the live shows on youtube and facebook we get like twice as many views like right after like at midnight like people start as soon as turtle boy's over people are going to come back over here and watch the rest of the show i know they are so if you're watching it later you can still contribute you can still give money through the cash app or venmo we're collecting money 50 percent of the proceeds tonight go to the free karen reed fund uh for her defense and we're trying to raise get up to 200 uh 250 there's also the big fundraiser coming up halloween party we talked about that tonight Seems like it's going to be quite an event. Oh my God. He's got fog um, machines. I, I like that 360 <laughs> thing too. He's talking 360 video. Yeah. You know, it's funny that song, the tick, tick, boom song. Yes. I know that song. Because Is that saliva? Scooby Doo movie. Oh, it's Scooby Doo. Okay. I was thinking it might've been that saliva song. Yeah. My son was a huge Scooby Doo fan. Scooby Doo. So I'm going to look I, that up. Uh, I now I want to hear that constantly. song. <laughs> I, I want to find that song now. Like when it, later on tonight on YouTube, I'll be looking up Scooby Doo, Tick Tick Boom, Tick Tick Boom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so then it gets anything, stuck in your head. Uh, so. uh, is there anything else you want to talk about tonight? Like I know there's uh, like Facebook group wars going on. People are getting mad at each other. I even saw a post going after you on on one of the groups. Did you? It just seems like people people are are forgetting. I haven't seen that one yet. You haven't seen that one? Oh. <laughs> but have you seen like kind of the drama going on, like back and forth between the groups and stuff? Oh, yeah. Like... Yeah. It's, you know, it's <sighs> people people very much want to be heard. And when they don't feel like they're being heard, they strike out. And a lot of people don't feel like they're being heard right now. Um, and you know, it, 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 it gets ugly out there. There's some real ugliness in all of those groups, every single one of them, there's ugliness. There was an argument in, um, Canton confidential today by two people who were both saying that we shouldn't ban books, but they were arguing with each other regardless. I mean, <laughs> it's, you know, there's, there's a lot of arguing going on. People are just, and, and part of the reason that no one feels heard is because they're all talking over each other. So, Social media breeds it. I mean, that yeah. just, I think we all need to just calm down a little bit. <laughs> and realize that Sean and, and Turtle Boy, if they have issues, they'll figure it out. They'll work it out. We We don't need to, pick sides and create I just I don't know well I am in I have to say I'm in both Karen Reed groups I'm in both in too. Kenton confidential and in I'm the in all of them new yeah 
Canton group. That oh, I'm even in that one. If they, if they, yeah. if they keep me there, I don't know. They, they, I posted something and then they were pending approval. And then they asked me to do the questions again. I'm like, what? You didn't <laughs> like my first ones, which were like, the answers were like, did you see the answers I had? <laughs> I didn't see them. Oh, I was like, <laughs> they're like, how can we make Canton better? I was like, get Chris Albert to pay the pepperoni man. You know, I used to work for the town once upon a time. Oh, you did? I did. Um, and my office was right down the street from d and &E, And every once in a while, I would walk down there. They had one thing on the menu that I really liked. <laughs> what was that? They make a, um, a non-mediocre chicken wrap. <laughs> <laughs> do they still have it or do they get rid of that? I, I haven't seen I haven't been in in a while um but when I needed something to eat fast you know it was a quick dash down the street um but I don't work for the town anymore so <laughs> and what did you think about Chris Albert um twofold I mean he sent letters to citizens earlier in the year basically threatening them like cease and desist stop talking about me in public right yep and now he's uh went to court and tried to get a a protection order against aiden turtle boy and he failed and what do you think about that like kind of just even doing that like is that what's up with him what's up with him well you know full disclosure i campaigned for his opponent um i i who should have won big well, i would have voted for Lisa lopez yeah um and campaigned for her, voted for her, um, was very sorry that she didn't get elected. Uh, a few days after the election, I started a conversation, attempted to start a conversation in the other Canton group, the, the Everything Canton group, about why it is that we have such voter apathy and how can we get more people out to vote? And I was accused roundly of just nursing sour grapes because my candidate didn't win. And um, that was when I got the first angry, uh, thinly veiled threat from a fake account on Facebook. Um, you know, I, I don't know what he's getting out of this. I can't imagine what he's what he's getting out of being at those board meetings and having all of this vitriol thrown at him. I it, it I I I can't imagine why I mean, he made this statement when he was running that he wanted to be on the select board because he loved Canton. And his being there is certainly not helping the town in any way, shape or form Out, outside of, you know, putting aside anything about his qualifications, anything about the tax liens, about the hit and run, about what happened at his brother's house, putting aside any of that, 
if he loves Canton, wouldn't he want to do what he could to help this get better? Exactly. And his being there week after week is just creating this gaping wound that's not going to heal. So right. Like I, I, people would have much more respect for him if he just said, you know what? I don't think I need to resign for anything I did. He could mm-hmm. say this, but for the best, for the, due to all the controversy, yep. for the best of the town, the best thing for the town, I'm, I'm going to step down and resign and just yep. let things, you know, cool off. And people would have much more respect for him. I don't know why he doesn't do it. You're right. <laughs> and, you know, I have, I have a lot of respect for the position of the board. I don't necessarily, I'm not talking about the five guys that are sitting up there right now, but for the actual position itself. And right now, if I were sitting in one of those seats, I would be embarrassed about what I was bringing to that chair. Would you privately be asking Chris to resign? If not publicly. Personally, yes. And personally, personally, you know, well, I would do a lot of things differently if I were in one of those chairs. Do you think any of them are? Do you think any of the four of them are saying, hey, Chris, you need to resign, like even privately? I don't think so. Have you asked them like to, to, have you talked to them about that or do you even get an opportunity to? I personally have not. Um, I have friends who have met with um, Tom Theodore and John Connolly or with Tom Theodore and Mike Loughran. Um, And there's a real disconnect between our perception of what's happening in that room and their perception of what's happening in that room. Uh, it, it's, it would be funny, except that, you know, it, everything is falling apart. So it's not so funny. <laughs> um, they just don't seem to get it. Has any public official and public even, or you know, said that they want Chris gone? No, nobody said anything. It's just so weird. That that is weird to me at this point. Like, it's a united front, and it's a united front that doesn't allow for any kind of uh, question or dissension. It's just, it's weird. It is weird. It'd be interesting to see what happens next. (laughs) Well, but it might be kind of slow. I mean, I think the next thing is the uh, upcoming hearings, you know, the Tuesday and then the following Tuesday. I mean, that's going to be, see what's going on in Canton. See if there's more protests, but I mean, it's just going to continue. Yeah. A lot of people have asked about recall elections. Oh, yes. Tell um, us about that. 
there are um, rules that say that you cannot put a recall um, request a recall in motion until six months after someone has taken the office. So um, we're in October now, which means that we're coming up on six months since this particular board was seated. Um, I personally am not working on a recall election. I can neither quite confirm nor deny that someone else might be working on a recall election. Um, there is a movement to pull together a special town meeting um, in which sort of a town hall style town meeting at which people would have the opportunity to ask questions of the select board and the chief of police that they would be able to answer. Doesn't necessarily mean that they would, but that they would be able to answer. Uh, then um, the the three articles on the warrant, I think it's it's to to have that exchange of information to consider um, depending on the response to take a vote of no confidence, which is a non-binding vote of no confidence awesome. in the board and in the police department. Wow. That would be amazing. Um, if, you know, when, when is that, when will that happen? Well, any idea dates or is that just proposed? There have to be in order to call a special town meeting, you need to submit, um, at least, I think it's 200 valid registered voter signatures. Um, so the group is collecting um, signatures right now. Uh, and I can tell you, if anybody who is listening to this wants to sign the petition, there's an email address that um, there are people who are moder who are monitoring it and who are helping to um, facilitate the getting the signatures. Uh, there are people who are afraid to sign it. I bet because signing a petition like this, when it goes into the town clerk's office, it becomes a public record. Yes, it does. And so there are people who would be fine, I think, with petitioning the select board, but because the police are included as part of it, there are people who've been very nervous about signing it. We had one person who signed it and then came back later and with a black marker and literally went right straight through her name. The unfortunate thing about that is that it rendered the, the entire sheet. You shouldn't have let them do that. You should have said, you know what, too no. bad. It's you signed it like because debt ruined. It. Oh, God. So um, I, my advice then is to collect one signature per sheet. Like, honestly, because you don't want to lose <laughs> entire pages of signatures. I hope there wasn't like 20 signatures on that page. No, I've collected signatures. Was, thankfully, I know. there were only like four or five yeah. of four or five others. And one of them was the signature of the person who was collecting the signatures. So that's good. Um, all right. Yeah. I found it. It's it's. 
uh, all one word, Canton Special Town Meeting at gmail.com. So if anybody is interested in signing the petition, who is a registered voter in Canton, um, if you send an email, there are people throughout the town who have them. We can facilitate your your getting the chance to sign it. And the and last thing that's Can't, on let me say that again. It's Canton Special Meeting at gmail.com. Canton, Canton Special Town Meeting. Special Town Meeting. Yep. All one word. Canton Special Town Meeting at gmail.com. Okay. Yep. So and the last thing that's on the warrant is that, you know, if should the people at the meeting decide not to um, take a non-binding vote of no confidence, then they can choose to um, request a third-party audit of the uh, Canton government and of the Canton Police Department. And, you know, if, if everything is happening the way that it should, People who are doing their jobs well should welcome an audit because exactly. that's what it will show. Exactly. And if you don't want people looking at what you're doing and, you know, having people look at what you're doing is a pain in the neck. But if you're doing your job correctly, it's a pain in the neck that's going to show that. So. I that's hope, that's I what's hope, happening now. I hope it happens. Canton special town meeting at gmail.com. Yes. People want to get involved in that. Um, so the recall might, that might happen now, right? In October. Is that right? People are gathering, maybe gathering. Well, we don't know. Well, it will. Assuming that, that enough signatures can be gathered. Um, there's a chance that, depending on the timing if it if, if the request for a recall and there have to not only do you have to have the signatures but you also have to have a candidate um so if it's within a hundred days of a regularly scheduled town election then it would just get pushed to become part of that election so next april um, both Tom Theodore and Mike Loughran are up for re-election, uh, or their their terms are up, whether they decide to run for re-election or not. Um, so there is potential, at this point, likelihood that it would be April before any votes were cast, be they regular election or recall election. That could be an exciting April. So, Sounds you know, like there are five seats on the board. If yeah. if that were to happen, there is the potential that there could be uh, two three-year terms, one two-year term, and one one-year term that's up for election. That would be amazing. Yeah. We'll see what happens if they keep pissing people off. I think <laughs> that it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, there is that potential. Is there anything else you wanted to share tonight about anything that's going on, Jennifer? Um, you know, I just wanted to say thank you to the people who are supporting us here in Canton. Um, 
And for the people who think that, you know, we should be doing something instead of clutching our pearls, that was my favorite expression that came back to me. You know, don't just clutch your pearls. Well, first off, I don't have any pearls on um, and I'm not clutching them. We're doing what we can, but there are things that we can do that are easy to see, like what happened at the meeting last week with the signs and the tape and the chicken in the back corner. (laughs) And then there are things that take time and happen very much behind the scenes, but just because you can't see them doesn't mean they're not happening. There you go. I love that. I've been doing the same thing with workers. There's so much, it frustrates me too, because people just assume nothing's going on. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah, and that's There's certainly a lot of work going behind the scenes too that you don't know about. You know, you should know about. You should get involved. We have a lot of very motivated people. Um, awesome. And you know, I think was it you who 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 called us the Canton grandmas? What's I say? Like, <laughs> it's it's so to me. Like anyone, like there was that dude, that young dude who's a correction officer. After the meeting, he was telling people cope. He's telling a bunch of women to cope. Yeah. He was being a dick. It was like, dude, you're a fucking dick. Like, stop being a fucking dick. <laughs> Have some freaking respect. Like, seriously. He's like, don't get loud on me. You're being a dick. Like, <laughs> it's like, look who you're talking to. It's a bunch of women. How, how can you get mad at women? Like, that? I don't, I never get that. Like, if a woman shows up to a political event, like, mom shows up, grandma shows up, there should be some respect. Like, I don't get the lack of respect for it you know you were talking about diana desaglio i never pronounce her last name and i always feel bad about it um i was at the massachusetts state democratic convention last weekend i was a delegate from canton and she stood up and spoke and delivered what she had to say in song yeah, she she's sang. amazing. She can sing. She sang to the yeah, entire convention, which was really cool. And oh, she has wow. a beautiful voice. She does. Yeah. I didn't see that. I've seen her sing at like St. Patrick's Day. She's she's definitely a good singer. Yeah. It was it was it was pretty amazing. <laughs> That's why yeah, I I, I don't get how these dudes like five five dudes, five older dudes basically. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing they're all older than me. Like I'm old now. I think all those dudes are probably, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I, I think at least the most, the majority of them are older than me, no matter what. Like, you got five dudes up there and you have all women and you're not going to let them speak. You're not going to show any respect. And then the dudes in the parking lot, the Santa Claus dude and the other dude, the, the third. Yeah, well, like Mr. Mr. Santa Claus, who stood up and complained about bullying a few weeks before that. So he actually spoke at one of the select board meetings. I saw that and he cried about bullying. Yeah. I think that uh, it's funny because I looked him up, Peter. Peter was a uh, top sales guy for, you know, selling TV ads for like Fox 25, Boston 25 and some of these other local TV stations. And I just looked, I just said, you know, how good of a salesperson could he actually be? Cause like, <laughs> like the number one rule of sales is don't make yourself look like a hypocrite. Don't lie. He, he got up there and he did his testimony about bullying and then he showed up and tried to bully people. I mean, 
that's not good sales. That's that's like the worst sales. You when you're a fraud, you're not going to sell anything. I mean, that's. <laughs> oh, I I just got a, a text message from um, my friend Trisha, who was on your show. Oh, we know Trisha. Yeah, yep. we talked to Trisha. Trisha's and she awesome. said, she said, tell Mike if you can that Trisha says there's a systematic issue of police not following protocol and that she's asked the question every two weeks at the select board meeting. And you can tell Wendy Murphy that, uh, and that there's under reporting. And if there were protocols followed, they would be able to ask general questions and they wouldn't have shut her down. Poor Trisha. She was the next person to speak at the meeting when not this last meeting, the one before when shot people. She was the next person. She got cut off right then. Um, then again, all women, and you're being rude to women, like the rudeness too, like just cutting people off the way that they cut people off. I've been to, like I said, I've done a lot of journalism, a lot of activism throughout the state, mostly cannabis, but I would say I've been to at least 20, maybe even 30 different cities and towns, you know, hearings. Mm-hmm. And especially watching them online now, we get to watch them on Zoom. I've never seen that. I've never seen like how rude, just very rude. Like usually they have a buzzer or something. Never that. Never they're they're so friggin' rude in Canton. Well, and you know, I my my biggest concern about that is that if you're busy watching the clock to make sure that you're holding someone to three minutes, then you're, you're not listening. listening to what they're saying anyway. That's why they should have an automatic timer buzzer, you know, just to have it go off and they sh- it's ridiculous. And you're, you're so right. And they're, it's like and they were ahead of schedule and there weren't even that many people wanting to speak. It's like, I've seen uh, so many city hall hearings where they let a hundred people speak. Like they well, just go on and on and on and on and on. They're, they're limiting to like 15 minutes and five speakers or 10 speakers, whatever it is. They're not even like doing the full nine yards where it's like there's a hundred people who are going to speak here. Our concern about that, you know, the two meetings before that, um, the board chair, Mr. Theodore, had said, well, I think it's important, you know, we can make time for every to hear everyone. And they had let people, whoever wanted to speak, stand up and speak um, during that public commenting period. I have other issues with other things that happened at those meetings, but um, they had allowed the public commenting to go on much further than 15 minutes. At the meeting before that, the public commenting uh, policy was brought up. It was discussed and it was, it became very contentious and they made the decision to table the discussion until a different time. The next meeting came, it was back on the agenda. They brought it up. There were people standing up at the microphones waiting to speak. They didn't even look up. They just bulldozed through, passed the vote, went on to the next thing on the agenda, which was about the committee subcommittee assignments again people standing up waiting to speak completely ignored the fact that they were there bulldozed through got to the end of the meeting 
when um, Mike Loughran commented that, well, the only thing left on the agenda is the public commenting period and looked like he wanted to throw up as he was saying the words. Um, and then Tom Theodore read the new policy beginning to end, announced that they were holding everybody to three minutes and then just bulldozed through until they just dismissed us all. So it felt very planned. It felt like we were set up. They didn't want to hear what we had to say anymore. So we were set up. And then as in the middle of all of the, the confusion that came out of that was John Conley's second hot mic moment in which he said, see, that's what I'm talking about. Right. Yeah, we saw a lot of signs too, uh, calling that out at the last meeting. <laughs> uh, Mike, Mike Conley. Hot Mike John. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you know, he didn't quite learn his lesson the first time, and all that the second, the second hot mic moment did was call out the fact that um, that his apology was just checking a box. Right. And, you know, I don't know if they'll ever see this, but um, I have a message for John Connolly just in case he does. I want him to know that Tony Andriotti would be horribly ashamed of the way that he behaved. Who is that? Tony Andriotti was, um, when I worked for the town, he was my boss. He was a former selectman here in Canton. He was the town treasurer for quite some time. And then for over 20 years, he was the Canton Veterans Agent. And he truly loved this town and always put what was best for the town ahead of his own personal feelings when it came to working for the town. And was he wasn't a perfect man, but he was a really incredible guy. And was my my very good friend and my mentor and someone who was incredibly well respected and he would be so ashamed of the way that this select board has behaved i'm sure so i'm glad he's not here to see it <laughs> that's a good thing right <laughs> anyway thank you for letting me get thank that. thank you off is there guess. anything else you think we should be covering on this like in terms of uh, future guests and things like anyone that we should be speaking to, like even some of the folks who are doing a protest or signature gathers, you know, is there anyone I, that we're missing? I think that, that anyone that you might be interested in speaking to about it, I can make that happen for you. <laughs> awesome. So let's talk more about that. What yeah, next guest, absolutely. next shows. Cause I want to cover much more on this too. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jennifer. We appreciate we appreciate the support and the uh, knowing that there are people behind us because this isn't easy. No, it's not. But it's really important. So we're doing it anyway. Thank you so much for being here tonight. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be in touch soon and we'll Great. keep seeing what's going on. I'm going to go check out Turtle Boy to myself Thanks right now. Thank you so much, Mike. <laughs> Thank you, Jennifer. Good night. Good night.
Good night. We're the Young Jerks. My name is Mike Crawford. If you're watching, please subscribe, follow, uh, like the you know in the comments, all that stuff. Make sure you share it with your friends. And again, you can give money tonight, 50% of all our donations on the Cash App or Venmo. Go to the Karen Reed Defense Fund. Uh, it is Mike Crawford one, I believe. On uh oh, I don't want to make let me just make sure because I got it right here. Yeah, it's Mike Crawford one on Venmo. Mike Crawford TYJ. No, excuse me. I screwed that up. Cash App is Mike Crawford one. I always screw this up. Mike Crawford one on Cash App. Mike Crawford TYJ on Venmo. I should get them the same. I never planned on doing this fundraising stuff. It's just funny how you choose things and it works. I hope people, uh, if you want to donate, you can donate that way. I want to thank everyone for listening. I want to thank everyone for calling in Nick Rocco, uh, Jennifer, who's still here. Um, I think i'm missing someone else oh yes eric uh, we talked about the cannabis issue i also wanted to throw up this here this is was another uh letter in support of shannon o'brien earlier this week uh that came from some science you know science-based group jeff rawson's group uh they're talking about supporting shannon o'brien they sent it to the treasurer this week you can also send letters if you want to support shannon o'brien to the treasurer I think uh, that's definitely a good thing to do if you want to support Shannon O'Brien. Uh, if you want to support, obviously, Karen Reed, there's a bunch of ways you can do so. But uh, freekarenreed.net is the website. There's also the event that we talked about earlier tonight with Nick Rocco. If you're following us, please subscribe to us on Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube, all those places, iTunes, and Spotify especially too. I want to thank you all for supporting us. We'll see you next time. Mike Crawford, check it out.